from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people, credit union ideas. I'm Craig Sauer, Senior Editor for CUNA's Credit Union Magazine. This week, my CUNA colleague, Bill Merrick, talks to thought leader, author, and entrepreneur, Andre Taylor, about business development. Taylor was a speaker at the CUNA Marketing and Business Development Council Conference earlier this year. Taylor has more than 35 years of experience managing, growing, and advising businesses. He has also authored a collection of books and has appeared as a guest contributor to ABC News Money Matters. Do you have a guiding philosophy to sales and business development? It's an interesting question because I, I think of sell, selling and marketing um, as something that has to be blended today. In fact, I think that business development is essentially blending the two. Uh, I think you have to understand the technical components of selling, your know, prospecting, closing, and all those sorts of things. But I think understanding the emotional component and really decoding that for yourself personally is very important. Uh, there, you know, there, there are lots of reasons why people don't like selling. I, mean, I think the idea of selling causes some people to, to recoil. Um, it exposes you. There's rejection. You can't hide. And it's one of those things where if you don't develop your skills at it, you know, you, you fail. So it, it's easier to do all sorts of things rather than the task of selling. But that said, I think it's a skill that when you're really successful at it, you can lift yourself emotionally, you can lift yourself financially, you can lift the organization that you're with, you feel great when you have breakthroughs, uh, and if you're in an environment where you get an incentive or you get a bonus or you get a commission, you have the cash to prove it. I think fundamentally when I look at selling these days, uh, for me, it's trying to find a way to have fun with it, to understand the technical components, but have fun with it, to be more lighthearted, to bounce back quickly, and really to stay focused long enough on it so that you can see the rewards. And those rewards can really be extraordinary. So I think the idea of, of just getting in the right place emotionally is really key. What's the hardest part about selling for you, even after all these years? Do you still face challenges when you go to sell? Oh yeah, I I think that that you know selling requires that you work on yourself every single day, and so you you know you might have a great day where you are really sailing and you're having great conversations and things are flowing nicely, and then you'll have a conversation with someone that doesn't understand you, that takes something the wrong way, that doesn't respond that tries to diminish what you have to offer and it can be really it can be a difficult moment. So I think organizations really face some tremendous challenges because you've got that emotional component where you're trying to keep everyone engaged who is representing the organization. And then you have those aspects of the business that you have to pay attention to. You have to have products and services that are compelling. You have to have the right people who are, are there for the task. You have to train them properly. And, you know, again, even individually, I have to make sure that I'm always thinking about the right skill set and making sure that I am 
focused on doing the right things. I have to keep myself motivated. And I, and I think that, that I think one challenge that you can have personally and as an organization is developing a soul. Um, a, a, you know, a culture as an organization where it feels like it's not just selling, but it's, and, and I don't mean to diminish selling in any way, but it is a movement that you're really uh, in the midst of a, of an idea that you're moving into the culture, moving into the community that everyone can rally behind. So in addition to having a good sales culture, what other elements must be in place for organizations to succeed in, in marketing and business development? Well, it's, you know, it's interesting, Bill. Today, I think all selling is strategic. You know, there was a time where the sales professional, um, the banker, the, uh, the, the person that worked at the credit union, um, was in a position where just about whatever they said was accepted. You didn't know any any better. You didn't have the information at your disposal. You might not have known anyone who had an experience in working with some of these things. So, um, but today you've got the internet. You've got a information culture where at your fingertips you have all of the information from society uh, uh, from the beginning of time in one place. You also have to understand more deeply what the member wants, what their needs are, what their aspirations are. Um, I think there's also a need uh, for credit unions in particular to understand the intangibility of the sale. You're selling something that is um, emotionally driven, and discussions of money are uncomfortable for most of the population. So this is an added challenge. In fact, I was presenting to a credit union not long ago, we were doing a seminar about um, uh, budgeting and financial planning for a community. And one of the folks who worked for the credit union came up to me after and really thanked me for what I said about money in particular. She said that she had difficulty helping others with their money because she had unsettled feelings about money herself. So there's, there are the tactical things like managing your outreach and getting out to the community and networking, developing those clear value propositions. And then there is the intangible aspect of it all and making sure that the folks who are, in effect, selling money feel comfortable with it. I imagine that after a lot of years in sales and business development, it, it might be easy to become complacent. What are some things that sales and business development professionals can do to uh, ward off complacency? Well, I think you're right. I mean, I, I, I like to describe it as uh, sales and marketing fatigue because you can you can every day be engaged in this process so much that you just don't have the same. You're not activated in the same way on a daily basis. I think that self-talk is really crucial. Uh, I think we're always thinking and talking to ourselves. In fact, I think you know we can't stop it. But learning how to direct your self-talk is important. You don't want to be influenced by the negative thoughts that are all around you, the the media, the thoughts of fear and doubt, um, commentary about the economy. Uh, these days, there's a lot of news coming out of Washington that can be unsettling. So we've got to be really focused on our greatest capabilities and our potential. 
We've got this internal radio station where we need to keep our dial set on the idea that we can be more successful, we can we can create greater fulfillment, we can create greater happiness. And remember that that is our objective as a professional in in moving that member forward towards the products and services that we offer. We've got to remember that we are helping people in the process, and the more we can stay connected to that idea, the more we can be excited about that idea, the more we can renew that idea, uh, the better we'll be. I think we've got to shake up our thinking on a regular basis and get that self-talk in the right place so that we have the right energy when we do our work day to day. What's the main message you'd like to offer marketing and business development professionals? Well, I think the, I think the main message is that um, uh, business development, um, sales, and marketing should be uh, fun because we're connecting with people. And I think the main idea is to examine the thoughts you have about selling that might be uncomfortable, the thoughts you have about presenting what you have to offer um, uh, that might be uncomfortable, and, and really getting to this idea of connecting with the community at large. I think for me, um, for many years, I would read these books, and I would go to these seminars, and I would try to figure out, well, how do you sell? And you can learn these mechanics. Okay, when they say this, say that. When they present this, do that. And those are important to understand. You need those mechanics and to understand scripts and responses and overcoming objections. And you need to understand the, the, um, uh, the, the, the quantitative and the qualitative elements of what your credit union offers. But I think more important, you need to understand that this is an idea of helping the community and being connected with them. And when that comes across, people will open up to you. You'll feel better about the process. And what um, should be said to move that conversation along, that relationship along, and your credit union along will be more apparent to you. Do you have any other advice for our credit union audience? Well, I guess the, the, the other thing is... Um, being in the in the uh, uh, personal and professional development business to me, it's always been shocking to me uh, at how many people will go to a conference and not uh, take notes, go to a conference and not reconnect with the people they meet at the conference, go to a conference and not read a book that they might have picked up at the conference or information they might have gathered at the conference. And I think this idea of taking care of yourself so that you can become better, uh, being willing to uh, walk away from mediocre or poor, or poor performance and understanding that you can be better, that you can become stronger, that it's about putting in the effort and that it is at times quite challenging and even discouraging, even for someone who's been doing it for decades. It can be discouraging because you hit these streaks where it seems like nothing's working. Um, but there are hundreds of small or maybe even thousands of small improvements you can make in your life uh, every day, in your skills every day, 
You can make gradual but consistent adjustments in everything you do, from the way you speak to the way you write to the way you present uh, to your daily focus to the way you prioritize to the way you approach the various clients that are in your database. And what will happen as a result of that is that it will have a cumulative effect that will have a great deal of impact not only on your credit union and the market that you're serving, but on, on, on you personally and your family. You'll feel better because you'll be better. And I think that it's a important priority uh, to set in your life, that you are going to improve yourself personally and professionally every day. And I think it will make a world of difference uh, for your life and for everyone around you. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received, either professionally or personally? Hmm. Uh, best piece of advice. Um, it, it might sound trite almost, but when I was in my 20s, I was really working very, very hard to impress all the people around me, to learn various skills, and to... To, uh, to just do everything I could to become really good at what I did. And that really paid off in a major way. But I can remember one evening, I was calling my boss, and uh, I was in the office, and he was, I think, on his way home, and his wife answered the phone and said, oh, he, he you know, so-and-so had not arrived yet. And... Uh, I said, well, when he arrives, let him know that I figured out, uh, you know, I don't know whether it's budget or something. And, and he said, his wife said to me, you know, Andre, um, you're working really hard. You're doing a great job, but don't forget to stop and smell the roses. And I know that might sound, um, somewhat, you know, you hear these kinds of things all the time, but I think the idea of, of enjoying what you do, and doing the work with a sense of exploration and enjoyment and, uh, as I said earlier, understanding the technical requirements, but understanding that if you can bring less anxiety and stress to what you do and enjoy the process, you're going to be better at it. The pe the very few people um, in sales or whether they're entrepreneurs if they're enjoying what they do, if they have fun at what they do, very often they're really good at it and they're making a lot of money at it. Uh, and I know in, in, um, in, 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 uh, in, in financial services, you don't always have the opportunity to make a lot of money in terms of uh, incentives and bonuses and, and these sorts of things. But because you are good at what you do and you enjoy the process, you will put yourself in a position where people will recognize your value and they'll look to promote you. They'll look to give you more responsibility and opportunity. And you might even just be recruited by another organization that has a bigger opportunity for you. So I think the idea is work hard, uh, but have fun in the process. Enjoy it and try to minimize the stress so that your best comes out and that turns into uh, great uh, service, great opportunity, and great responsiveness to uh, the people that you're there to serve, which is the, um, the member and the organization you work for. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. 
subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And you can connect with me on Twitter at QNACREG.